Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Blaylock Dialysis Center is a convenient state-of-the-art dialysis center in the Houston area, run by Dr. Panakin Patel. Relax in a comfortable environment while receiving quality care. Serving adults 18 to geriatrics, we are here to help you. Call 713-463-6611 for more information or visit us at our website at www.blaylockdialysiscenter.com. Blaylock Dialysis Center, where helping you get well is our priority. Get off the grid and step inside your heart. Sister Jenna guides you through a powerful, encouraging, and motivating meditation that allows you to let go and become aware of you, regain strength, power, and peace. Take a break. Breathe. Why don't you visit the Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center, 518-589-5000. I'm Roger Nelson. I'm the founder and director of the Global Consciousness Project, and you are listening to America Meditating Radio Show.
the rose. You're listening to America Meditating Radio, and I'm your host, Sister Jenna. We are enjoying the weather. It is that time of the year where everything is opening up. You're doing spring cleaning. You're throwing away old stuff. And a friend of mine from the Middle East sent a video, and it was a young guy who was doing some magic. And he had a glass of water, and he poured some dark ink in it. And then he took another bottle of clear water, and he began to pour the clear water in the glass of dark water, and it became clear. And he was, like, so cute. And I was looking at it in the context of when we keep pouring pure feelings and good wishes into the brain, into the soul, into our lives, we clear ourselves out and we actually open up a whole new pathway, not only to gain back our inner peace, but to amplify our power of love. Please stay tuned. We're going to have the amazing James Olson on the air and we're going to be talking to him about his whole idea of how we look at the brain and, and how the right brain works in his first book called The Whole Brain Path to Peace, which has earned several national book awards. Before we get James on, let me just do what we do best here, and that is to take us into a little meditation so we can center ourselves and feel a little bit more clear on the inside. And so to all of our friends out there, wishing you all the peace possible. I know it's a very challenging time. It's a rough time in terms of it's a sacred sort of period in our lives. And we're hearing news of just war upon war upon war, bombs that are being dropped. And even though I understand a lot of why to some extent, um, it could be a distraction, it could be a need, it could be time for someone to step up and say that's enough of that garbage in our world. We also deeply know intrinsically that giving suffering or harm to anyone has its own consequences. And I would just like to dedicate this show for inner peace so that there can be global peace. Here's Off the Grid, Into the Heart. Take a deep breath. I invite you to become aware of the two types of consciousness that reside within the soul. Let us choose the consciousness of light over the darkness of past stories, the history that gets into our way. Let us now remember our connection to the Supreme Energy, the Supreme Soul, the Being of Light. For far too long, we have allowed the external forces to dictate our inner force. And at this time, I choose to get off the grid and step inside the heart to be myself. I choose to no longer be under the influence of what the world tells me, what my parents have told me, my spouse, friends, or anyone who has been a negative influence in my life. In this meditation, I stand strong in the original, eternal, imperishable worth of the soul. 
I, the being of light, the soul of power, I step into the heart and I become a being of love, a being of light and goodness. Welcome back. See how that makes you feel? Kind of more clear in your thinking, doesn't it? I know it does for me. We're proud to welcome James Olson. Uh, James is an integral philosopher who studies have included business, religion, art, psychology, and even neuroscience. Following the unifying guidelines of philosophy and broad education has made it James' mission to help bring the planet's masculine and feminine energies into greater harmony through his advocacy of whole brain thinking. James' first book, The Whole Brain Path to Peace, earned several national book awards already, and his new book is entitled How Whole Brain Thinking Can Save the Future. Today, we proudly welcome James Olson to the America Meditating Radio. Welcome, James. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on your new book. I know that must be quite an inspiring experience for you because as much as I consider the brain a physical component of our physiology, I know that the soul is the master in the brain. Would you agree? Well, yes. And uh, even though my book is entitled The Whole Brain Path to Peace, my focus is really on the mind, how the, the brain affects the mind, which is kind of the arena where the soul works with the the world. It's the communications mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. Love that. So what can we learn about the nature of our thoughts and how they can actually affect our decision-making and our lives from looking at the brain? Well, the brain... The structure of the brain reflects the structure of our universe, and we live in a holistic, non-dual universe that on this planet, our experience is heavily geared toward the dualistic or linear experience. And the, the linear is a the substructure. It's, it's the framework that, that the universe is built in, like a house. Even if you build a round house, you build it out of two-by-fours and two-by-sixes, straight elements that you arrange in a certain way. And the the universe uh, is built out of linear elements that are combined to form a more holistic design. So the brain, the left hemisphere of the brain is the linear dualistic part, and it sees that part of our universe. And the right hemisphere is the holistic non-dual aspect of of ourselves and it's connected to that part of the universe so we have this duality this tension between uh, living in a on a dualistic planet in a holistic universe and the brain reflects that and so we have one side telling us one thing and the other side tells us another and, and we're kind of caught in a conflict all right, so let me try to break this down in my language. So we're souls, the soul is in the brain, the soul is having two different types of thinking, whether one is positive or negative, and then the soul as an energy is vibrating that throughout the whole universe. And so we're looking at how do we actually balance out our energy where it can make some sense. For example, I'm about to, I've been trying to write this piece for Thrive Global on the age of explosions because, you know, there's a thinking that's going on that's very, very aggressive. 
And even though I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing, it's a very aggressive narrative. It's a very aggressive thought. It's a very aggressive vibration that's filtering through our brains. So can aggressive energy actually save our future? Well, yeah, I would Great exactly question, right? say that. But it's, <laughs> it, it is, everything is good. Uh, God has given us all of these qualities that we have are, are good if used in the proper manner. There's a time right. for aggression, but what we have now is an overabundance of aggression. The masculine energy, the males have dominated our culture for so long, and, and males have naturally set up our institutions of learning to reflect the the left brain dominance that males that most males experience. And so... Mm-hmm. There's an overabundance of aggression. So it's, it's just like fear is good at times. Sometimes we need to be fear. Fear protects us. If we didn't have fear, there would be a lot more people walking around without arms or, you know, very damaged. Because So fear helps us, and aggression is, is good. But, but we have, but we have gotten out of balance. Right. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Well, assuming that most women tend to be you know, decoded as right brain, and it's a dominant feature. And most men tend to be left brain dominant. Uh, Does that mean our culture is balanced? I mean, for example, I know that in Russia alone, I think they have their numbers are like, um, there are 25 or 28 per one, like 28 additional, I'm going to say this so wrong and I'm going to regret it, but in other words, there's a lot more women in Russia than there are men. So my question is, uh, are we living in a balanced culture at this time? Do you consider that? No. Okay. Is there a cure? Yes. Uh, Let me say that in in India and China, it's much more balanced than in the Western world. But Mm. the, the, the cure is to understand our options, to understand... The, the difference between the right brain and uh, what it is telling us and what the left brain is telling us. And I really, I wrote the book once I understood the value of holistic right brain's contribution to our lives. And I wrote it to explain to men, to, to left brain men, the value of their own right brain and and to help them to better understand uh, their their female partners. Uh, who, who, as you pointed out, tend to be right brain dominant. So there is hope. We just need to understand the differences. That's what I'm trying to to convey. It, it's kind of a complex mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it took me a whole book to, to kind of explain <laughs> this, but uh, it's certainly something that we need to understand because this left brain dominance that we have is causing us a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Boy, are we, I mean, how does the split in our brain affect our politics? And I mean, where might we start if we're to bring our polarized cultural system into a greater balance? For me, I think every political leader should meditate, like Prime Minister Modi does in India, and his way of leadership has been extraordinary. Uh, I know there are controversies around him, no doubt, but I wonder if we were to really find a way to engage political leaders to really be a little bit more reflective, which is more internalized, where they can feel the balance of their left and right before they make global decisions, I think that it really is a meditative approach. What are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, mean, I love <laughs> med- meditations. The the best thing that I've ever encountered 
in in my life. Uh, it, it is so helpful, and and it would be wonderful if if our leaders would meditate because when we when we go into meditation, uh, at least when we're successful. Uh, we we shut out the the left hemisphere. Meditation takes us into the right hemisphere, into the the non-dual world, and uh, there we get true guidance. Otherwise, uh, we 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 rely too much on on the left brain, and and the left brain uh, is is a closed system, and it works with what it knows, and it's not really open to new things, and. Um, we really need meditation. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. Now, I want to get back a little bit uh, to your book. You explore our relationship with sort of three energy systems, physical, mental, and spiritual. And I know that many of the authors that I've spoken to, they tend to focus on perhaps one or two. A question is, why is a holistic approach really, really necessary, perhaps for many of us to begin to understand the thinking brain, which I would call more a soul in a state of realization that begins to really send signals to the brain where energies are becoming more balanced. This is how I would language it. But let our listeners know a little bit about, you know, this physical, mental, and spiritual holistic approach towards understanding the thinking brain. Well, since I I set out to explain the the holistic uh, hemisphere, the holistic viewpoint, it was clear from the beginning that I had to incorporate uh, an integration of physical, mental, and spiritual energies into uh, the book and into everything that I was saying. I, I could hardly explain the holistic perspective and just focus on spirit or just focus on mind and philosophy or just focus on science, which is heavily geared toward the physical. So so that's, that's how I got started. I mean, that's the reason I... Sp- refer so often in the book to physical, mental, and spiritual energies because they're all really interconnected. There is a oneness, and we see the oneness through the right hemisphere, but the left hemisphere separates everything. It's the hemisphere that gives us analysis, and analysis breaks things down into its parts, and that's the way scientists tend to work. They break everything down in, into its parts primarily, and this is good, in, but this is just one aspect of of what we are and what we need to understand. So to understand the holistic, you you have to be constantly aware that, that physical energies affect our mental and spiritual energies, and spiritual energies can affect our, our physical energies. Uh, the, there's the those famous studies about how healing laughter can be, and laughter is a, a spiritual uh, release. And so all of these energies are interconnected, and it's just uh, misleading to focus on one and think it doesn't affect all the others. Right, right. I agree. I think laughter might be one of the greatest healing tools um, that we have, which perhaps we don't use so much. I mean, even on, on the personal note, when I find myself maybe focusing too much on self or too much on peace or too much just being in silence, something still starts to come up feeling imbalanced. You know, you have to be in and out, out and in, but it has to be at a level that you give respect to both energies. And I think we sometimes lose respect for one and then amplify the other, thus throwing the whole formula off keel, you know? Yes, Uh, and, and we can be 
so caught up in in the spiritual realities that we we lose track of the importance of the physical, physical details and we can just just as but of course more often we get caught up in our physical world and we we forget the importance of spiritual spiritual realities and that's especially true of of males who or, or anyone who is directed by the the left hemisphere because the left hemisphere uh is very physical oriented uh it is the hemisphere that takes care of us it's our security hemisphere that's that's why it needs to be aggressive sometimes we need to be aggressive to get out of danger and mm-hmm. so Again, there's always that need for balance, and we're, mm-hmm. we're caught up between these two two dynamic systems that that seem to be. If, if you look at the two systems from the left hemisphere, which separates and compares, the two systems can seem to be opposite. So when we when we look at the see things in opposition, we're often looking from the left hemisphere, but the right hemisphere sees the whole of everything. It, it sees all of our, takes all of our, it sees all of our knowledge and experience and our, it just puts everything into a wholeness. That's why we have these, mm-hmm. these conflicts. I so get that. Well, you know, James, I think what you're on to is something very good, and I wish you all the best as it continues to unfold more and more. Uh, perhaps at the end of the day, the lesson that we are all being taught, do good, receive good, give love, receive love, give respect, you'll get respect, and the brain will be complete. <laughs> How can our listeners find out more information about you and your work? Uh, my website is the wholebrainpath.com and uh, you can look for information there. You can look on Amazon. There's a lot of information there. You can join me on Facebook, James Olson author. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I like what you said about respect. That, that That's something I wish I'd have brought up and talked about more. We need to respect each other, especially in the political arena. There's so much division between liberals and conservatives and we need to respect one another. That's really the key to, to mm-hmm. getting together. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for reiterating that, and I'm sure that will go across quite well. James, thank you very much. Take good care and loved having you on, and good luck with your journey on the whole brain path. Thank you for having me so much. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Take care. There are, there are complexities if we feed the left side of the brain more than the right or the right side more than the brain. There's a part of us that's just naturally intuitive, and there's the other part that tends to be extremely logical, over-analytical. And it's true, if we feed one side over the other, we can feel it for ourselves, something's off. Even when I am walking in my journey and I can feel something off for me, I try to find what it is that I need to get clear, whether it's a thought, whether it's an action, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a situation I want to um, work out. So it's important that uh, you pay attention to the way that you're feeling and see if it's too out there or too in there. If you're too in there, you can become stagnant. If you're too out there, you can become empty. So we need both, both in and out left and right brain. So go and check out James's book on how whole brain thinking can save the future. Before we end the show today, let's look at somebody who's got lots of brains, Sister Gita, and hear what reading she has for us today on the air. Sister Gita? <laughs> Om Shanti and good day to us all. Thank you, Sister Jenna, for sharing that line about checking yourself. Now, I am going to read something on trust. 
Trust is essential if you want to help people. There are two kinds of trust, trusting others and getting others to trust you. People will naturally start trusting you when they see you overcoming problems in a reliable and constant way. However, a more powerful and long-term way of trusting or gaining people's trust is to give them the experience of your trust in them. This is an art which can be cultivated by the following. Never listen to gossip and never foster it yourself. Form neither judgment nor opinions. Rather, be spiritual and clean in your feelings. Learn to develop good wishes for others. This will be the ultimate measure of your ability to trust. This is so powerful. Learn to develop good wishes for others. This will be the ultimate measure of your ability to trust. Om Shanti. Very powerful indeed. Thank you so much. Everyone remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. So let's do that. Here is Love Surrounds You by Lucinda Drayton. Take care. There's no